Welcome back to a, another installation of the MOC way. So as promised today, I want to go ahead and dive in a little bit more on uh, a couple of things. First, we're going to talk about, of course, the app. Uh, so right now I am holding off on launching it in the Android store uh, because of the fact I'm still ironing out some details for uh, Apple, but I'm anticipating being able to get that part done by the end of this week so that I'll be able to have those those trial runs on the app and we'll be able to get it out um, hopefully by the end of this month. That is my, my target date to be able to do a launch by the end of this month. Uh, once again, uh, we've been having a ton of followers on this podcast and I can only imagine even if a fraction of that uh, decides they want to go ahead and move forward with the app, which I really hope you do. Um, there's going to be limited founders uh, access. So I'm going to be doing a founders membership. Uh, I've bumped it to 75 for a total founders membership. Um, and that gives you discounts on customization programs. It gives you discounts on templates, uh, all sorts of uh, nice little perks for being a founder and, and really getting this thing rocking and started off in a great way. Um, so as far as this particular podcast, I want to talk about something that I don't really ever bring up myself um, because it's, it's like really near and dear to me. It's something that I hold private to me uh, just because of the fact that as a personal trainer, you're not supposed to feel this way. And I have news for you. There's a majority of personal trainers that probably feel this and then some. Uh, just because of the fact that in our particular profession, you have to look a specific way in order to be a personal trainer. And that's just not the case. So I do want to go ahead and touch on first and foremost, the post that I had on Facebook, IOTD. As an acronym for intentions of the day. When you wake up, the goal is to have what you plan on doing for the day laid out for you so that you can just be efficient. But life happens. So the goal shouldn't be following this strategic, extremely strict plan. The goal should be to have specific intentions when following those plans. So when I wake up, my intentions of the day starts with, I'm going to be forward thinking. I'm going to get into my job and do my job the best I can. If there's anything that I need help with, I'm going to reach out and get some help. I'm going to make sure that I am diligent in regards to pushing towards this release date for the, the MOC fitness app. Uh, I'm going to remain my diligence in regards to being a great father, a great husband. And my goal is to stay the course and make sure that I don't given to any compromise and maintain my integrity for myself. So these are things that I really think that we're lacking and it's, it's mostly because of what we're facing. It's unprecedented. What we're facing right now with the pandemic, if you're on the West coast, you're facing fires. If you're down South, you're facing flooding or flooding that's going to be coming. Uh, if you're on the East coast, you're facing storms and all sorts of crazy stuff. So it's like the goal is to find out how we can really stick to our intentions for the day and be adaptable to what life throws at us. Very rarely is a day going to be perfect. Is it going to be planned out and you're going to be on schedule and everything's going to be perfect? Very rarely. 
often I get a lot of crap because I'll like when it comes to family events, I might show up exactly on time or just a little bit late. And that's because life happens. I have three kids to get ready. I got myself to get ready. We have things that we need to bring to this get together. We have, my wife needs to get ready. Like, and we're in this compacted area. I know it sounds like excuses, but the intention for that particular event is to make sure that I get everybody out of the house and get everybody to the family event. That's the intention. Be realistic with your intentions, but don't set the bar too low. So when it comes to your intentions, you also want to start adding in some affirmations. So for the, that's kind of touching on your intentions of the day. So I really think that everybody can really benefit from, from talking about their intentions of the day, setting a plan, working the plan, have those intentions of the day to be adaptable to that plan as well. Now, what I want to talk about for this podcast like I said, it's, it's a little bit more near and dear to my heart because of the fact that I suffer from it. And a lot of other people do too. And I really like my hats off to those that just have that confidence. But I want to talk about affirmations. I want to talk about negative self-talk. And I want to talk about the negative imagery, the negative self-perception. So first, affirmations. Such a powerful tool. It is such a powerful tool. I'm not sure if you know this, but affirmations actually can change your neural patterns. It changes those neural pathways to a state of belief. It allows you to actually not just have hope, but believe it's possible. So when you wake up in the morning, instead of thinking, oh man, I'm fat today, or oh man, I just can't do X, Y, and Z, Start thanking your body for giving you some rest to be able to wake up for the next day. Thank your body for waking up. Thank your body for the ability to do what it does to get through your day. The more positivity you show your body, the more likely you're going to have less stress about your body. It's going to change your view. Our society just has this weird negative focus. And I talked about that in my earlier on podcast where it's like, we, even as trainers in the industry, we talk about get out of your fucking way. You're the reason why it's not happening. Well, no fucking shit. You're, the, you're supposed to be the help that gets me to a point where I can get out of my way. So too often there's help that you just don't need. And, and you really want to try to focus on you. What serves you best? What's going to give you that energy and that motivation to keep going after it? You got to find your why. And a lot of times your why is rooted in your affirmations. Things you tell yourself in the morning. If you don't feel comfortable telling yourself out loud, write it down. Put it on a mirror. Read it to yourself. Every morning I wake up with the affirmation that I'm going to be the best fucking trainer I can be for my clients. I'm going to be the best dad I could be for my kids. Does that mean I'm going to be perfect for that day? No. I'm setting my intentions of what I want to be, and I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure I can stay in my integrity on that. Too often we allow our integrity to slip because we compromise to whatever the society wants, and you have to find a way to not compromise to society, but make sure that you stay true to yourself. 
I'm working on this. These are things that I learn and work on every freaking day. Check your ego, ask for help, and stay positive and focused and fail forward. Don't go backwards. It's only failure if you go backwards or you quit. You're learning as long as you're moving forward. These are the affirmations that I tell myself every single day. Some days I believe it. Some days I just have to say it. And that's like half the battle. Show up. Just show up. Just say it. It's going to feel awkward as all get out. Looking at yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm worth it. I'm worth the change. I'm beautiful. I'm handsome. I'm strong. Age does not define me. My weight does not define me. These are things that you could bring to the table that are going to help. Because if you go into a fitness program thinking, God, I'm fat. I just can't do this. I just can't do that. It is starting the fitness program and wellness program off on a bad foot. It's starting off with what you can't do instead of focusing on what you can do. You can show up. You can adapt the workout to whatever your body is capable of in that moment. And guess what? A lot of folks, when they, when they go through their first workout, if they've been out for a while, they think, God, what's the fucking point? I barely made it through this workout. I'm sucking wind on the warm-up. What's the fucking point? Guess what? It's okay to have that feeling. It is. It is okay to feel in a sense, defeated. It is. You're human. What's not okay is packing it in. Having the thought, what's the point? Human. Packing it in means you don't give a fuck about yourself. And I'm here to help you start to care. I'm here to help you understand that it is okay to be selfish in this sense. If you are uncomfortable, that's a sign. If you are having troubles breathing, that is a sign. If you look at people doing activities and you yearn to have that kind of feeling or that, that kind of outlet, that is a sign. Listen to it. Listen to it and take baby steps towards that goal. And all the while, learn. When you have these emotions, these internal fits, so to speak, of why the fuck am I doing this? What's the point? Sit with that. What are some of the out, outlying aspects that are affecting that? What are the things that are affecting your mindset to be able to be forward-thinking and progressive towards your goals? Because you're not going to have 100% perfect days. It's just not going to happen. You're going to have days where you question it. You're going to have days where you don't want to do it. And having your intentions of the day set having positive affirmations are going to be tools in your back pocket that are going to help you really progress and shoot through that. Because guess what? You wake up, you're not motivated. You have a plan. You're setting your intentions of the day. You're saying your affirmations. There's two steps of your plan already, even if you're not feeling it. Because I can promise you, you're, you're going to have a day. You're just not feeling shit. It's going to happen. You know why? Because we're human. Now, when we work on those positive affirmations, it's not just the aspect of 
you know, saying I'm beautiful, things like that. But it's also the affirmations of what you're capable of. Too often we're bound by the limitations others put on us. And this is a great topic for right now because of the fact that we just have this weird belief that these limitations that what I'm capable of are limited by what Joe Schmo over there says. Well, Joe says that I can't deadlift 600 pounds. I probably shouldn't. Joe says I can't back squat 500 pounds and go out and run a sub six mile. I probably shouldn't even try. Now, if I'm allowing this point of view to affect my thoughts on myself, then that's huge. And in retrospect, having the need to always prove somebody wrong is also unhealthy because what happens when you finally get to that point and you've proved them wrong, you got nothing else to keep you locked in on this goal, locked in on this wellness path. So it's this fine ebb and flow. You got to find that balance in between where you say, fuck you, Joe, I'm going to actually get this done. And you're doing it for yourself because you know that you're worth it. You're not doing it just to prove him wrong. You thank him, say, fuck you, but thank you for pointing this out to me. I think I can actually go do this. Now, I always, I, I've been guilty of saying you're only limited by your mental capacity. There are certain other aspects that do limit you. There are certain physicalities. There are certain, you can't stop aging, but you can stop getting old. Does that make sense? So it's just like you can't stop being overweight, but you can stop getting further overweight. We could reverse that. You can't reverse age though. However, your mental pathway, your mental thoughts, your approach to how you do things is going to affect how old you are when you do this whole I'm old bit. I refuse to act my age and my wife will agree with me 100%. <laughs> However, I refuse to act my age. When I train, I don't train to just be the best 38-year-old. I don't train thinking, oh, yeah, I'm just shooting for masters 40 to 44 because it's gotten too hard at this age. Do I have these long stretch goals for that? Yes, I have a stretch goal to be able to do really well 40-44. Because I, me personally, I, I love competing. So CrossFit gives me that outlet. But I am also very realistic with the fact that I also want to compete against younger people. I want to try to kick their butt and be able to say, I'm old, yo, compared to you. I want them to look at me and say, I want to be as fit as you when I get that old. I want to be inspiration to somebody. You can't be inspiration to somebody if you're constantly negatively talking about yourself. Now, I sit there and throw that out there like, oh, I have it all figured out. No, I don't. And this is where I'm going to get into kind of more of my vulnerability aspect. I look in the mirror and I don't see an athlete. And this has been the case for me since I can remember. You'd be amazed at how things that happen when you're extremely young affect how you are as an adult. It's quite amazing. I've even done some counseling to be able to work on it. But the way I see myself versus the way others see me is drastically different. Most look at me and think, 
dude's in really good shape. Dude's a freaking brick house. He's big as shit. I bet you he's strong. Oh my God, he's a hell of an athlete. I hear these things. So it's not me just saying it and saying, oh yeah, I'm full of myself. Because what I see and what I think about myself is drastically different. And I have to work on it fucking every day. I wake up and I look at myself in the mirror and I don't see an athlete. I see somebody that's working at trying to lose weight. I see someone that's constantly dialed on their nutrition because if I am not dialed like I'm competing, I get crazy. That's the reason why I jumped up to almost 250 pounds. For those of you that know, I don't have a frame to hold 250 pounds. I have to have something I'm working for. That's how I've been trained my whole life. So you have to find your specificities that work for you. For me, I used to always work on trying to prove others wrong. Because growing up, I was told by my brothers and by my sisters and by friends, I was just a little chubby dude. So my goal was to make sure that I wasn't that chubby dude. I got to a point where I wasn't that chubby dude, but I still saw that chubby dude. Even to this day, I look at it. I'm like, damn, you really got some work to do. When others would look at me and say, damn, you're finished. <laughs> so when, when you think back on yourself and you look back on yourself, or you look at yourself in the mirror, I would recommend trying to do something similar to what I do. And that is look at yourself right in the face and say, shut the fuck up. You're doing amazing. You are human. You're going through this process and learning exactly what you need to know and learning exactly what you need to learn at that particular time. When you go hard and you have weeks where you train seven days consecutive and it's a high level, you learn that on those weeks that you feel like that, you got it. On weeks where it's just you're down in the dumps, just show up. Have a plan. Have workouts set up for you for days that you're not motivated and just show up and follow it. This is my strategy. Find a way to bring that positive light back into you. And it's hard. It is so hard, especially with the way the world is right now. We have our pandemic. We have fires. We have all sorts of shit. We have idiots running around with guns doing all like ridiculousness. So how the fuck do you stay positive? You take a moment to be mindful, turn off all that tech, take a deep breath. And you tell yourself, I'm worth it. This too shall pass. And I'm a fucking champion. <laughs> I had that in there, you know. But in the end, we have to have positive flow to ourselves in order to accept, accept or expect any positivity. How do you expect that job to hire you if you don't think you can even do that job? How do you expect your body to be able to function if you don't even think you can do it? These are all the things that we have to really internalize. Too often we go into things with this negative imagery or this defeatist mentality where you think, what's the fucking point? Like I talked about earlier. And the point is you get one body. Sure, you might be able to replace the knees, but it's never going to be the same. Replace your hip, it's never going to be the same. I have clients that I work with that are suffering from 
osteoporosis from multiple surgeries. They're suffering from major infections where, or just completely damaged joints because of the fact that they've had them replaced. There's no other joint like your joint that you have. And that goes on to totally different facets like you, you know, some of you know. But you, you really have to take care of yourself. And you show that with the steps that you take in your life. I was scrolling through Instagram, which I, I rarely do these days, Instagram or Facebook. I mean, some of you will attest I'm not on there that much. Um, I post some business stuff and that's about it. But I was scrolling and I saw a great little line uh, from one of my buddies, Joey Arnold, a great personal trainer. Um, we have a lot of similarities in regards to how we view things and some differences. And that's fine because his differences work for his clients and mine work for mine. But we had a, a great, uh, or he had a great uh, post that said, you are morally obligated to take care of yourself. I'll repeat that. You are morally obligated to take care of yourself. This is huge. This doesn't mean you got to do it by yourself. This means you recognize you need to take care of yourself. This means you take the steps necessary to take care of yourself. Go find a fitness professional if you're not solid at this. That's what I do. All right? Go talk to somebody that's going to be able to help you not only put together workout programs, put together an efficient approach to your nutrition, and then also find ways to, to really dig in. If you want to lose weight and keep it off, this is a long game. Too many people play that short game. Too many people focus on, well, this worked for about a month or two. Guess what happens after a month or two? Most of these quick fix diets are cutting out a macronutrient. These macronutrients, they're three prong. Think of it as a tripod. If you cut out one, guess what? Probably not going to work, right? Take a leg off the tripod. It's going to take a second. You might be able to balance it for a little bit, but it's going to fall. It's going to take a lot of effort. You need all three. You need carbohydrates. You need fats. You need proteins. You need them. And too often, these quick fix fat diets are cutting out one of these macronutrients dramatically. And they get one piece of, one little nugget of, of information that says that this is going to help or it might help specific individuals. And poof, this is how we got to do it. The health and wellness industry found out that there's such thing as celiac disease. But guess what? The amount of individuals that actually suffer from celiac disease, which is an aversion to carbohydrates or grains, which you need to understand the difference. Carbohydrates are not just grains. It's vegetables and grains. And if you have celiacs, you can still have vegetables and whatnot, but you can't have grains. It's a uh, very specific allergy within grains. It's a gluten intolerance. So suddenly the entire United States had a gluten intolerance. Now we fast forward, keto. Suddenly everybody needs to do keto because a certain populace could actually benefit from this. Fuck it, everybody can. You know what everybody can benefit from? Actually researching this information and thinking for yourself. 
We have a plethora of information available to us, but too often we research it based off of the things that make us comfortable. And I had this conversation in regards to uh, racial awareness, but it, it applies to everything. I mean, let's go ahead and use the most blunt freaking analogy that I can. You're walking through the store, you see a black man. Do you assume that black man is a businessman? Do you assume he's a doctor? Do you assume anything other than potential negativity? Now transition that, right? Just a little knowledge drop as far as some of you are concerned. Uh, transition that to nutrition. Too often we just take for face value what the internet or anybody's saying. And we don't realize that we can actually research this. Don't just go to Google and search it. Type Google Scholar and research what it is you want to find. You're going to get all sorts of like scholarly reviewed items that are, that, yeah, it might take a little bit to read through, but guess what? It's your fucking body. You probably should do that instead of putting in your, things in your body that say dark matter and you don't even, it says literally discuss with your doctor before you take this. Still sour about that. But in the end, you, you really owe it to yourself. I fully expect any of my clients to research what I say. If I tell you or recommend that you should do something one specific way, I fully expect you to either ask me to tell me where I got that information from or go find the information yourself. You wouldn't have me come up to you and be like, oh yeah, I know exactly how to work on your car and I've never worked on a car in my life. If I tell you that the reason why your car is not starting, it's because they alternate and you go get the alternator changed, but it turns out the alternator is holding charge and you're totally fine. Well, guess who's the fucking idiot? Not me. You listen to me. The only difference is, is I am the equivalent of a mechanic for the body. I help the body get right, so to speak. And I still fully expect you to research whatever I tell you. Not just because of the fact that you don't believe me, but because eventually I'm not going to be there. And eventually you need to be able to do it yourself. That's why teachers are extremely important. Not only am I there to, for you to vent to on your rough days, but I'm also there to be able to teach you how to do things the right way. Maybe we should stop cutting science and PE. Then we won't have an issue with some of the things that we have concerns about today. Right? Little dig. But in the end, you guys, we, we really, as a society, as a race, just as, as a human beings, we, we have to do better at bringing positivity back into your life. It's too easy to find negative. It's too easy to find dooms, just the doom in general. Scroll on Facebook, two swipes, you're going to find something negative. Scroll on Instagram, two swipes, you're going to find something that's giving a negative implication towards body imagery. To some of the Instagram coaches out there that have gone from fit to fat to fit, and they look great, high five to you, because odds are now you fully understand what it is people go through when they're at that state. For those of you that are out there that are just little IG models, you spent a bunch of money on your body, not in the way that people should, 
and there's nothing truly healthy about you, but you're selling your image, you're not selling actual health and wellness, fuck you. You're what's wrong with our industry. My intentions every day, even if it might be a little bit aggressive, even if it might not be necessarily in the tone that others would like to hear, my intention is to be honest and truthful every fucking day. And if me letting you know, not only about my imagery issues that I have with myself, but also previous uh, podcasts where I talked about how fruit, uh, two months ago, I was like, ah, you shouldn't eat that much fruit. And learning, no, fruit is actually quite amazing. You should eat a shit ton of it. Like that is proof in the pudding. I plan on being nothing but honest with you. Find yourself a fucking trainer that does that. Because then you're going to find a trainer that's going to learn you and help you change that positive view. So in closing, get those affirmations going. Write them down somewhere. Even if it feels stupid and feels uncomfortable, do it. Because you know what feels uncomfortable? Progress. You work out hard, you're going to get sore. That's uncomfortable. And it's going to be progress that you're going to make at the end. It's not going to be overnight because you didn't get here overnight. It's going to take time. It's going to take practice. So same thing with affirmations. Your brain is locked into this certain way of thinking and you need to break out of it. And that's daily affirmations, setting your intentions. Even if you have to write it down, I don't care what your method is, make it happen. Set your intentions of the day, positive affirmations, at least five positive affirmations about yourself. And really do your best to detract from any kind of negative self-talk. Your body is worth it. Your body is doing what it can with what it's given. Start giving it a little bit more. So on that note, champion the shit out of your life, you guys. And I'm looking forward to the next podcast. All righty.